Welcome everybody to Rez Ramblings. I have with me today Sergio from Bahrain. Sergio, go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, everybody. How are you? This is uh, Sergio. I am uh, Lebanese originally. I okay. lived there my whole life, was born there. And when I was 24, I moved out and came to Bahrain. Bahrain is very close to, to Lebanon. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In case people don't know, it's at about three-hour flight. And uh, yeah, it's um, I have here, I opened a coffee shop. Uh, it's okay. a board games cafe. People come and they play board games and we have like book clubs. We, yeah. have, club, we have stuff like that. So it's really community oriented. We've done it. We opened it uh, three years ago. Obviously, Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. It's been like really amazing, this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Like getting to know people, getting mm-hmm. to know the, the community. We also host like Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if, you, if you're familiar yes. with Oh, it. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, You're yeah. getting more interesting as the time uh, yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah. We have like a dedicated table for it and for people. Yeah. And we get all the dice, all the books, everything. So yeah, it's uh, it's really good. And in the day, I am a graphic designer as well. So I... Uh, you know, I w- with all the pictures you have behind me, I was going to ask oh, yeah. if you had some... <laughs> Some artistic abilities. I, I oh, kind of yes, figured. Yeah, yeah. I, I love art. I love design, digital art as well, everything like that. Yeah. Oh, man, that is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, so, so, what brought you to uh, Bahrain? Uh, well, actually, I, um, I always wanted to move out from, uh, from Lebanon uh, mm-hmm. as a kid. So, um, I was considering more Western countries, like maybe Canada, because I have family there, yeah. or somewhere in Europe. But uh, fate had it that I uh, met. Uh, my then wife <laughs> so oh, i was okay. married so we got married basically we met in lebanon in university mm-hmm. fell in love got married moved to bahrain because she's originally from here okay and um, we have a son now uh, we're no longer together but we have a seven-year-old son and uh, yeah basically it's uh, it's life took a weird turn but yeah uh, I'm all for it well i mean it seems like overall it, everything's worked out for you over there yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoy it here. I love it. It's really calm and nice. Yeah. And like people are so chill and everything. It was what I needed. So, yeah. Well, that, that's good. I'm glad that all worked out for you. In, in looking into Bahrain, I've, I've heard of the country before, right? Yeah. Growing up, I've heard it here, there. I had a feeling it was a Middle Eastern country, but I wasn't sure about where. And in, in looking into stuff to talk, talk with you today, it's, it's the smallest one. Oh yeah, smallest country. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is extremely small. It's a, it's a tiny island uh, on the Arab uh, Gulf. It's mm-hmm, uh, between mm-hmm. like right next to Saudi Arabia and yeah. between like uh, Oman, Qatar, and all these uh, countries. So it's a very 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 small island. We have around uh, like the locals are almost less than one million in population. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you have also like a huge uh, like more than half of it. Uh, half the population is. Um, expats so they come okay. from all over to work here because it's really like yeah it's growing you know, it's exactly exactly yes so uh, yeah so it's like that but but the, the way it is like it's so small but it's so filled with culture mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you kind of feel it everywhere as opposed to for example like dubai or, or mm-hmm. any place like that uh, you you feel they maintain the culture here and yes even though they were advancing and you know with like uh, all these buildings and the businesses mm-hmm. opening up and the F formula one as well they host yes here. Yeah. yes but they still managed to maintain that original Bahraini culture. So that was really like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because one of the things I was looking into is uh, it brought up, I don't know how it's pronounced properly. So correct me, sure. please, if I'm wrong. The ancient um, Delman civilization. Delman. Yes. Delman yes, civilization. Exactly. Yep. yep. And yeah, so they have, st- they still got ruins over there that they're preserving and maintaining. They moved some to the uh, National Museum, some of the yep. burials over there. Then there's that Portuguese fort from way back yep. that yep. is still exactly. maintained. So just like you said, they're growing a lot, building new. Like you guys got some really cool skyscrapers over there. Yeah, Like the yeah, World yeah. Trade Center is really cool. But you still have that how it was back in the day. 
They're still yeah. preserving that, not tearing that down, keeping that history there. Exactly. And I you love feel that. Like they actually like actively worked on keeping that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I think they looked at the rest of their neighbors and they felt like everyone's kind of losing their identity yes. too much. Yes. So they maintained that, no, we want to stay, you know, Bahrain. We want to stay the ancient Delman. And there is a lot of history here. Like this mm -hmm. used to be like there is... Um, they used to think that uh, the tree of life is actually here yes. somewhere. Yes, and they, yeah. the Garden of Eden, they, uh, some yes, people exactly. theorize that Bahrain is where the Garden of Eden yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, from what I know that uh, like Napoleon was also tracking his way here. Oh, really? To, to find the, the Garden of Eden or something. And uh, there is there's a very cool actually tree, which is literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, yes. I don't know if you've seen it. Yes, and sir. It's like this desert. And not, literally nothing around it. I've seen it. So it's not like, you know, like they're faking it in the pictures or they're hiding. Some yeah. Aspect. No, no, it's actually in the middle of nowhere. And you have this sprawling tree just like completely like out of nowhere. Exactly. And yep. any side you look at it, you will find this desert and tree. Mm -hmm. That's it. No buildings, no other trees, no greenery, which is why it kind of infused this whole tree of life slash yeah. Garden of Eden, you know, um, myth and stuff like that. Yeah, because I was looking in, into a little bit about this, because I know of this as well. I remember reading about this, you know, whenever I come yeah. across this and finally it's in Bahrain. And yeah. they don't exactly know where it gets its water. Like they have theories. Nope, exactly. You know, exactly. They, they, <laughs> there's a theory that it, there's an underground stream, but they're not sure. And then yeah. the whole Garden of Eden, they're like, well, if it's the Garden of Eden, that's all you need. Exactly. You know, exactly. so yeah, yeah, yeah you got that. Defies the laws of uh, biology and science. Exactly. Just, yeah, no yeah, one yeah, knows yeah. What's up. <laughs> one of the other things I I looked into, kind of like I, I knew of Bahrain and everything else and the Tree of Life. Yeah. I've seen this picture so yeah. many times, and I never knew where it was from. Oh, but it's for you guys. Okay. Yeah, it's for yeah. Bahrain this and to uh, Saudi Arabia, correct? Yeah, exactly. So basically, this is like around a half an hour drive, uh, which will lead, take you from Bahrain to the border of, uh, of Saudi Arabia. It's open all the time. Yeah. And uh, you just like go and come back. This is, it's so easy and so simple to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people who end up watching this like, oh, yeah, I've seen that bridge before. Mm -hmm. But yeah. like me, never knew where exactly it was because I know yeah, I yeah, didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's from here uh, because like the the two countries are really like connected in terms of mm -hmm. uh, culture and people and ob obviously not now with the you know the world yes. situation and everything but always like before you can see that uh, people just come in from Saudi over the weekend you can just so, see all Saudi cars and like just come here to have fun and everything yeah. so it's kind of like this hub you know like mm -hmm. uh, Bahrain like, became this this place and. You have these, uh, everyone just comes in over the weekend and just, you can see yeah. that. Because the weekend here is a Friday, Saturday. It's not for a Saturday, okay. Sunday. Okay. All right. So, all right. Um, yeah. Given that it's a Muslim country. So, and uh, yes. you have the prayer on Friday. So Correct. we have Friday and Saturday uh, off as a weekend. So this is when basically everyone just comes in for a small, tiny vacation and then they can go back. Yeah. That, that was one thing I came across and said a lot of Saudis from yeah. Saudi Arabia will come across for like the nightlife and, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. they're having a good time and everything and then go back home later on, exactly. which is fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah one here, thing. Here um, it's a good uh, nightlife actually here in Bahrain. You'd yeah. be surprised uh, from uh, like, you have like really nice pubs, nightclubs, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you have uh, even like just to chill, like in restaurants and streets, uh, you know, for, you know, all for food and like hanging out and everything like that. So it's a really nice, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's for everyone. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. One thing that uh, caught my eye is, and again, I'm from America. So, you know, uh, some Americans Middle have East. a preconceived notion of yeah. Middle East, which, of course. by the way, I'm, I'm, I forgot to mention, you are actually the first individual from a Middle Eastern country that I've spoken to. Oh, so yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy about that. That is like one area I've yet to do until yeah. today. So awesome. I'm glad to check that off my list. I have another one later with a, an individual from Iran. So I got two in one day. Oh, nice, nice. Um, okay. So I, I'm glad to check uh, the Middle East off. Yeah. Uh, at least get it started. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there's a preconceived notion sometimes from some Americans about the Middle East. And in looking into Bahrain, 
you come across as, you know, to be honest, yeah. bullshit, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it seems like it's one article rated it or called it cons- basically like the Vegas of, oh, of yeah. the Middle East, oh, yeah. you know, which sounds, which sounds, you know, that's, that's fun, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that the, the rate at which it's g- growing mm-hmm. is a lot, like a lot of companies now have places there. Your World Trade Center is very unique, very yeah. unique with, it has built-in wind turbines exactly. and everything. It, it, it operates on those wind. It's like one of yes. the best uh, ecological, I think, or eco-saver buildings in the world or something like that. Like it's the way that it gets its electricity from the three. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's even unique in, in shape. I, I've seen it in uh, recently in like two or three different video games, by the way. It's really coming like this iconic. Yeah. <laughs> like this iconic shape. So it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah. So for those are watching, those little things are three wind turbines that help power. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. The yeah. Bahrain's World Trade Center, and the bah, is it Bahraini dinar, the currency. Yes. Yes. The currency is a dinar. Yes. Is the second highest, most valuable currency oh, yeah. in the world. In the world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, it's that's very good currency. <laughs> Yes, I think you're only behind the Kuwaiti dinar. Exactly, exactly. Kuwait yeah. number one, Bahrain is the second in the world, yes. And, yeah. and for those Americans listening, we're like number 10. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, almighty dollar is not all they, that mighty. <laughs> I, I think the exact, uh, you know, the, the, tra- the exchange is for each one Bahraini dinar is 2.65 uh, US dollar. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right, 2. cool, 6. cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So... All right. That's, I mean, that, that's when you put into scope how small the country is. Oh, yeah. To be in second in the world of anything, such a, that's a unique achievement. That's a yeah. pretty cool thing in my eyes. Yeah, true. And it's also like it's, uh, it's um, monarchy here. So, yes. not even, I mean, there's a parliament that uh, people vote for, for, yes. for the ministers and stuff like that, but it's mostly the monarchy itself. So, it's the royal family who has mm-hmm. been you know, in, in ruling for around 200 years or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're the ones. And honestly, like, obviously, there's like every country in the world, there, you know, two sides to every story. Oh, yes. And, like, oh, yeah. People. But most of the country really, like, likes, you know, the, the royal family in terms of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. They don't I mean, have too it... many problems with them, except a few political issues. And they're more sectarian issues, to be, to mm-hmm. be you know, more clear, not just political. But uh, but overall, it's it's really peaceful. It's mm-hmm. uh, everyone like kind of you know tries to 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 be in harmony with everyone else. Mm-hmm. And like for me, like I, I'm a Christian, so I'm not, okay. I'm not Muslim. But I'm able to like since I came here, I'm, I, I can practice my faith. I can go yeah. to church. I can you know do whatever. So there's really no any like restrictions or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just like you choose the life you want to live here and. They just let you have it as long as you don't break the law or anything like that. Right. And, and that's how every place should be. Let's oh, be yeah. honest. Like, it, yeah. Do what you want. As long as you don't, like, don't break law, kill anybody, do something, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have fun, live your life, and, and enjoy, enjoy your time. One, one thing that, again, shocked me and might shock some Americans that might be listening or any other country is on the global peace index, I think it is, like that rates countries by – the safe yeah. living you're yeah. above us as well oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, only i think i think america's rated 128 and bahrain is 123 okay okay honestly i i i don't know how they measure the scale i don't know I either really, <laughs> like like i really feel very safe here like yeah. to an extent like to give you an idea sometimes i forget to to lock my car you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nights and it just like there's not even a notion of something happening mm. or someone's thing. Like you barely, I've been here. Okay, so I've been here around eleven or twelve years since okay. I moved. Okay, all right. And in those twelve years, I think I heard of one murder crime. One. That was that's the, amazing. Like, that's it. You know, like the, the, that took the country by storm when it happened. You know, that yeah, it was everywhere and it was shocking and. But that was it. This is the only time I've ever heard of anything like that in, my, in 12 years. So, yeah. That's amazing because I would imagine 
a country as because I think one one article said that you can drive the distance in a day of the country. Oh yeah. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like you know a small village where everybody maybe kind of knows a fair amount of people or knows everybody. Yeah, everybody. So, everybody. Everyone yeah. is connected to everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's all like one big family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and one you recall in in twelve yes. years. Yes. 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 That's that is that's amazing. I, yeah. You, you don't hear about this stuff. Barely you hear yeah. about some like, uh, you know, like uh, some, some theft here, something yeah. happening there. But it's so rare, you know, that always makes the front news, uh, front page oh, yeah. news. Everyone's talking about it, stuff like that. So it's definitely not common and unheard of. Yeah. Well, that's, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got actually... It's really surprising for me because I come from Lebanon and Beirut mm. and, you know, like you can imagine the difference between, yes. a, like I was born in a civil war mm. and, and having to leave that and coming to a, like one of the safest places that I've yeah. ever been. And everything was different here. It was like a cure for my, you know, anxiety and my depression yes. and all this stuff just by itself. It kind of, you know, got better just from the surroundings and from the people and everyone like that. That again, I, I I'll, I'm gonna probably repeat myself a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember we, there was this one uh, funny experience that happened because in Lebanon, like especially after the war, the, the the infrastructure was really really bad. Yes. So you have like roads that are barely fixed, and you have like bridges mm -hmm. that are falling off, and it, it was a disaster. And that was my normal life. Yeah. So I come here, and after around a year, I. I look, I was, there was a newspaper that was, you know, on the table and I was looking at the front page and on the front page, and this is like the, the national newspaper, like the mm -hmm. biggest one, the official one. And they said that there's a street somewhere in Bahrain that had uh, a, a, a hole, a pothole, that's what you want, like okay. actually, like it made the, the, the actual newspaper the, telling people just be careful from that road. Yeah. We're working on it, but yeah. there is some, some problem with the road. And I'm like, oh my, like this happens so rarely that it's on the newspaper, you know, at the front page, yeah. you know, and the press for me, this was like my everyday, you know, everyday life, guessing where the road is and where the dirt is and everything like that. So, so, so I remember I called my mom, I was like, can you imagine they saying yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole <laughs> in the newspaper? So yeah, it's, it's really cool. That that's again, that's awesome. That yeah. is, that is really cool. Um, so in your time, you said 11 to 12 years you've been in Bahrain yeah. now. Yeah. I, I was, you know, normally I ask people who move from one country to another, what's the biggest difference? But seems for you, it's probably everything. Um, uh, definitely everything for the better. And it yes. was mostly this, this um, feeling that, you know, I, you know, I, I get you know, paid for what I work, I, mm. I, uh, I'm treated in a much better way, yes. you know, as, as a human being, yes. the, the human rights, the, uh, uh, everything was better, but I, also, I mean, I came from a really, like, from low standards, like, really, really bad, you yes. know what I mean, so anything would have been better, but this is really, like, I, I wasn't expecting it to be that good, you know what I mean, yeah. so, Everything, even like, for example, like with this, you know, pandemic and everything, mm -hmm. the first, we, we had the lockdown uh, in March and it yeah. lasted for three months. That was like the heaviest lockdown. And during those three months, um, they wavered all our electricity and water bill. It was, we were not going to pay anything like that. For the whole yeah. country. <laughs> for the whole country. We just got, you would get an SMS saying at the start of every month that a bill has been paid for you. You know, like that. That. So, Yeah. <laughs> That again, that's yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're really understanding and they even helped us like because I have a startup company. So they yeah. they had this uh, this for micro businesses, which is what my coffee shop because it's yeah. fully owned. Uh, they even had a, a um, like a, a money injected into all the businesses. So all I yeah, had yeah. to do was apply online and show how. I've been affected by, mm -hmm. by, because I had to close down completely. Yes, of course. My business, I, uh, you know, it's a coffee shop, but we mostly host people. So it's yeah. all about community and large groups of people. So I had to show how I was affected negatively. Mm -hmm. And I applied for this program also for three months where they would actually send me money to my bank account. So I pay salaries and I pay my yeah, rent yeah. and stuff like that. So that helped us, you know, for, for three months to keep pushing. 
So yeah, uh, <laughs> amazing. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, sweetie, you want to move to Bahrain? <laughs> Bahrain, in the Middle East, it's amazing. <laughs> she should hear this. It, 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 it is going to be warm, but I'll, they 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 got oh, AC. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> Yeah, we have ACs everywhere, actually, everywhere, everywhere. So that's uh, yeah, yeah. One of the <laughs> one of the other things that I came across was um, in in Southeast Asia or uh, I think South Asia, you're the most you you guys use the most electricity per capita, and for the entire world, you're number three, only behind Norway and Iceland, I think. And again, that's one of those things like you think of such a it's a small, super small island compared to these big countries, yeah. and you're ranked yeah. high. You know, but I mean, yeah, if it's, if it's crazy hot, you kind of want to cool down. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets really, really hot. Like in this, like we're talking danger level hot, you know, oh, so for sure cannot survive without yeah. this, this infrastructure of electricity and, and AC and everything. So it's, it's part of every house to be already like built with either a central AC or at least a split uh, AC in every single room. So yeah, that's like a given, you know, it's, you don't even ask whether this exists, if you want to go rent or if you want to buy, this is, this is already there, you know, and oh, yeah. like, like even like the elevators have ACs in them, even really like every, everywhere yeah. you go, you're, you're fine. So we don't even really feel the heat when, when it's summer, you know, August or September, <laughs> these are our, like in, in, I don't know which uh, <laughs> measurement you use, but in oh, Fahrenheit. Okay, so we get around, it's to 48 or 49 degrees Celsius. So I don't know how much that would make in... 39, let's see, 39 Celsius to Fahrenheit. 49, 49. 49? 49. Okay, all right, let's see what this is. Holy... <laughs> and is that like normal? That's in, in, this is the most it would get ever, ever. Like this is August. It's yeah. Our, but it, yeah, for like two to three weeks in August, you can't even breathe when you're outside. It's like you open the door and you you enter into an oven. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's insane how how hot it gets. Yeah, because for us that's 120 degrees. Yeah, and so. like <laughs> I, I live in the South here in America, in South Carolina, okay. and it gets over a hundred every now and then, and okay. it's I hate it. I can't yeah. stand it. 120. That's like Death Valley. Yeah, you know, uh, Nevada type yeah, yeah. temperatures. It, it, it's a desert here anyway. It's a desert, so but they just yeah, right. A city or an entire country on a desert, so that's you, you forget that it actually is sand and under yeah, 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 and the buildings. You kind of forget that. Yeah, that's all right, sweetie. We're not moving to Bahrain. It's too hot. <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> that's the downside. See, that's what the downside. <laughs> we will visit. We will visit one sure, day. I'm definitely, sure. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So your coffee shop, you said you've had it for about three years? Yeah, yeah, actually exactly three years. We opened in November uh, 2017, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, it was really actually really good. The, the, the reception we got was, was mm -hmm. really amazing. I was, you know, I quit my job at the time and I was there fully. So at, for one year to kind of keep, you know, make it, you know, stand. Yeah, and, uh, oh yeah. To have it operated on its own, I needed to be involved for, for at least one full year every day. And um, it was really good. Like I got to know so much, so much of the community that's there. Mm -hmm. So you have like all the board games lovers, all the Dungeons yeah. and Dragon lovers, even the, the you know all the geeks and all the video yeah, game yeah. lovers I'm part of. So like everyone got together and they were just so happy that a place like this exists. So because we were we are the first to have this here. So, um, so it it went really well and the reception was very good until now. Like people just keep calling because. We're gonna open soon. We're gonna yeah. open. So we've been closed since March, but now the the, the numbers, you know, of everything kind of yeah. down. So going down. Going down. That's good. Yeah, exactly. We got we got hit with the second wave as well. Oh yeah. So mm -hmm. we're, we're on our way done. And uh, yeah, everything's uh, it went it went well. It went very good. So I'm I'm really happy with it. Got that's, to know a lot of people. That that's great. I mean, anytime you're able to open your own business and do something you love, that's always oh, yeah. awesome. What yeah, got you started to do a coffee shop? Yeah, well, actually, the idea to start something on my own actually came from my own, um, you know, so I, I was at work and I got hit out of nowhere with, a, with an extreme panic attack and mm -hmm. like a full anxiety 
it, I've never had anything like this. Like I dealt with depression earlier yeah. in, my, in my early 20s, but that was fine. I could do that. But sitting at work and I suddenly felt like I'm having like a stroke or a heart attack because mm -hmm. like half my face went numb and my yeah. hands went numb and I'm like, my heart is beating and everything. So I couldn't understand. And I went to four different doctors to mm -hmm. tell me like, uh, you know, I'm dying, you know, and they yeah. were all telling me you're fine. There's literally nothing wrong with you. It's, you know, it's all up here. So that was a push for me to kind of like go do something on my own. So that's mm -hmm. how, you know, pushing into at least starting something on my own got, got, got. and after that, I, I just basically, it was me with my ex-wife. So we are mm -hmm. still partners now in the coffee shop. So yeah. at the time we were still married and we just thought, okay, so what do we love? We love mm -hmm. everything that is like, you know, fantasy. We love yeah. Rings, Harry Potter, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that on one side and we love board games and uh, Dungeons and Dragons on the other side. So yeah. why don't we combine? And we love coffee shops. <laughs> so, right? so we're like, whoop, everything just kind of came together and it's all themed like that now. So it's basically yeah. like, damn it, you walk in and you have like the sword from the Witcher is, is on the wall. No! And, uh, yeah. and you have like Harry Potter, uh, you know, like yeah. newspaper clippings, the, the he who should not be named. Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything is there and like till now, even after like three years when people walk in and they look around, it's yeah. kind of like to me, it, it's so fulfilling. You know, everyone's like, oh yeah, can I take a picture of this? Can I take a picture? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it became this kind of like, some people just walk in to take pictures and leave. You know, they don't even like order anything. So, but it's fine. Like I, I enjoy the reaction and everything. So, yeah. The, uh you have to come. You have to come to Bahrain, and you have to visit my coffee shop. As well. <laughs> I, 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 dude, if if whenever I'm able to, I will. I don't like coffee. My my wife loves coffee, but everything else, well, that's I mean, us. That's us. Don't don't tell anyone since I own the coffee shop, but I don't drink coffee either. So, <laughs> so it's definitely not for me. <laughs> but I just know that's what people love. And it's right. funny when we were. I, I don't drink coffee at all, so I don't even know what good or bad coffee tastes like. Yeah, yeah. Remember when uh, <laughs> when w they brought me the coffee machine, you know, the big one with the knobs and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. the guy was like so proud, like, why don't you try this coffee? And I'm like, sure, you know, like, sure, <laughs> it's good. I think I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what that, that's up. But I couldn't tell him, you know, since I own the place. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's so that's funny. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. <clears throat> Other than coffee, which um, I always have, I have to ask about foods. And again, I haven't spoken to a Middle Eastern country until today. So tell me a little bit about uh, either Bahrain food or just Middle Eastern cuisine in general. Well, I mean, to put it in, a, in, a, in an easy, simple way, we really like to share food. So okay. that's like, a, so everything that we do is in bulks and it's okay. designed in a way like the original cuisine of whether I'm talking Bahrain or I'm talking Lebanon. Mm -hmm. So it's always in this concept of plates being put on the dining table and then people just scoop from it to yeah. eat and everyone's sharing, you know? So, so for example, like here in Bahrain, there is this really known dish. It's like biryani. And it's originally yes, in I know about that. Yeah. So Bahrain has a lot of Indian uh, culture mm -hmm. in it, mm -hmm. as well as Iranian culture in it, as well as uh, Gulf, uh, Arab Gulf in it. So it's kind of like this mix because it's yeah. such a cosmopolitan place. So biryani is originally from, from India, but they kind of have their mm -hmm. spin on it and stuff like that. So it's always like, you know, a lot of rice and you have the yeah. chicken on top or it's meat or fish or something like that. And this is basically like, it's really heavily flavored. Everything we do mm -hmm. here in the Middle East is so heavy. Like we, I've heard from other people who come, like whether they're Europeans or anything like, you know, this food is too, you know, oily or too, yeah. too flavored with spices and stuff like that. But this is how, you know, everyone's, everyone eats here. So we kind of yeah, enjoy yeah. it like that. In Lebanon, it's a bit different because uh, Lebanese cuisine is built on this idea of you're going to sit down and you're going to eat for a long time. So we okay. have like, we have a startup, like let's say an actual Lebanese, you know, lunch right like you're sitting uh, at this big party for example you're celebrating with your friends or anything and this is mm -hmm. usually what it would be like at first you have everything that is you know vegetables so you have mm -hmm. some salads you have some vegetables like just cucumber tomatoes stuff like that and then comes the cold uh, what we call cold meza which is the appetizer okay so we have a specific word it's called meza so you have like the hummus and you have the mm -hmm. uh, you know everything that is like cold, uh, cold yeah. cuts 
comes and then comes the hot appetizer after that so okay. now it's yeah and after that comes the main dish and after okay. the main dish comes the the um, you have like the sweets and then the fruits and then you end it with like turkish coffee or something so it could take you like around three to four hours to have wow <laughs> yeah all right it's a celebration on its own right <laughs> like you have just relaxing so that's what most people do especially on days off Okay. Hey, that yeah. I'm, I'm, I love food. I'm eating all the time. So that's great for me. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what would you say is your favorite, either again, Bahrani, Lebanese or Middle Eastern dish? Mm. That's, that's, I'm going to have to, I mean, Lebanon to me will always have the special, you know, place in my heart when it comes to food. So, okay. so I enjoy everything that comes within the like the 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 cold appetizer phase so you have mm-hmm. the hummus and you have the the baba ganoush which is like this um uh, i forgot the name it's all flavored everything like this kind of stuff like that so that's usually is my favorite when it comes to to bahrain i i love the main dish which is the the biryani chicken biryani for yeah. me is, uh, you know i always have to have it so <laughs> it's like very uh, you know filling and mm-hmm. you know usually it doesn't cost so much so you can go anywhere to, and uh, you know yeah. you can make it and it's very street like food like that yeah. so so that's to me is is good yeah yeah one of the, i i know a friend who has a, works on a podcast as well uh well he's friends with a guy who works on a podcast and he's originally from bangladesh but he mm-hmm. lives over here up in michigan and i i spoke with him about uh, about bangladesh and he, same thing, his is biryani. He yeah, loves yeah, biryani. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> if you come up here, I'll cook you some biryani, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with rice. And I love meat. So, you know, chicken, pork, oh, beef, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's right up. That's right there for me. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Because you feel like it's really filling. You know what I mean? Like it's right? not this high end, you know, small pieces of food and that's it. Like you feel like you can sit down and enjoy it and then. Yeah, so it's, it's well, really good. I, I want to ask about one particular uh, Bahrani cuisine that popped up and looks interesting to me. And mm-hmm. hopefully you've, you've tried it and can tell me a little bit about it. I'm about to pull it up here now. Yeah. This. Mm-hmm. It says it's Baja Kubo. No, I am not familiar with it. But it looks good, don't it? On my, on my list now. <laughs> now right, it looks like... good. It looks like, you know, pork wrapped with some, something in it. Let's, let's yeah. see what we can find here. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not pork because <laughs> you cannot have pork. Very here. true, very true, but, very true. Uh, but the way it's done is really interesting. And it's like, even when I'm in Bahrain, what? Oh, okay. here you go, here you go. There you go. Okay, I'm going to go there. <laughs> there you go. Let me know how it is. Yep, it's even, I can still make it, you know, today. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's cool. Yeah. So your artwork. Yeah. I, I'm assuming you created all that's behind you. Uh, no, no, no. This okay. is uh, from here. These posters. They're from yes. this amazing YouTube channel. Like this is the only YouTube channel that I actually paid for because they yeah, yeah. good. They called um, uh, it uh, Chris Kazad, but uh, translated mm-hmm. to in a nutshell. So basically, like if you see here, there's like astronomers and stuff yeah. like that. So they're all about like information about like space. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So this to me is really amazing. Uh, other than that, this is like just painting that, uh, but it's not, you know, I copied it uh, mm-hmm. on canvas, but I did it. But um, I'm more into digital art. So yes. I create stuff like uh, since I'm a graphic designer already and I, I did, I've been doing this for such a long time. I also enjoy the occasional, like, you know, just to get my creativity done out mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I sit down, create stuff, create, you know, draw people, draw yeah. space arts, like that. Yeah. So it's more of a personal, uh, you know, for me. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. Cause I'm a love of art. If, if you look yeah. at this right here, there's an artist, Aditya Singh from India. And I'm, I'm good friends with him. And this is just a print of one of his works, but he, he sent that to me. I have wow. a sketch in the bedroom that it looks weird, but I love it. A lot of his, <laughs> a lot of his work is very unique. Oh, very, wow. very unique. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Right. It, it feels its own style. You know what I mean? Like it's not 
it's it's gonna be recognizable that it's his work. So it's exactly yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he he's one of those. He if you look at all of his work, I, I recommend you look since you're an artist as well. Maybe he can yeah. like help with inspiration at some point. Um Aditya Singh. I'll I'll put his name actually in the chat here. Uh okay, because I was gonna write it on my so that's his name. And there's an okay. actor. There's an actor with the same name. So put in artist afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. But his, his, his work is very, obviously, very unique. Some mm. it's like chaos. But when you talk, when, if you talk to him, extremely passionate. Extremely, yeah. like he says, he, you know, anytime he's having a bad day, he'll get it out into a painting. And he'll leave all like the... The typical artsy farts like waterfalls and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and sunrise yeah. that that's for him, but yeah. he shows the chaos right. and the turmoil, and I love it. I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, I mean, like you would understand this from from other artists as well, because mm-hmm. I sometimes feel like literally like there's something inside me that has to come out. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. It feels like. It's stuck in my 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 mind and it's there, like even if it's for two or three weeks, like I'm not finding time. And once I sit down and I get it done, mm-hmm. I, I I feel like this weight, you know, being yes. lifted. I mean, not negatively, but it just feels like something had to come out, you know. So it's it's a really interesting phenomenon to look at when it comes to oh, artists yeah. and, and why they need to do what they do. So I, I oh, get yeah. what he's uh, what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very unique individual. I love that guy. He's cool. Yeah. I'm um, definitely look him up. Definitely do. Definitely yeah. do. Um, so since you, have you been anywhere else besides uh, Bahraini and Lebanese, Lebanon? Excuse me. You mean uh, travel just as tourists? Oh, Bahrain. Or, I don't know why I said Bahraini. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a food. Uh, yeah. Um, Bahraini food. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever uh, you been mean, anywhere else outside? Living outside or just uh, like a visit, just like vacation? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been to obviously I've been to other uh, Arab countries. So I've mm-hmm. been to Dubai. I've been to Oman. Uh, I've been to I think that's it. I mean Lebanon and Syria, mm-hmm. and I've been to the Netherlands. I went to France, okay. Italy, Turkey. I don't remember more. I think uh, Egypt. I went to Egypt. All right. Uh, all right. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, I bet. I love, I love archaeology and stuff like that. Oh, so, for sure. Like, yes, yes, yes. Seeing those things was like, you know, spiritual <laughs> for me. Right. So, I, I would imagine so. Like that yeah. should be on everybody's bucket list at some point. Yeah, I know it's on yeah, mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what are some, you know, cultural misrepresentations that you've come across that you hear about Middle Eastern culture that from your life, you can pretty much say is not accurate. Mm, well, definitely. I mean, the, the, the regular stuff in terms of how, you know, everyone's here, you know, is super angry all the time, and, yeah. you know, terrorists and stuff like that. And, right. you know, if you hear what people in the Middle East talk about those people, you know, you'd be, mm-hmm. you'd be shocked, you know, like, like we hate them more than you guys. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Like, it's such a horrible misrepresentation of, of everyone. Yes. So, um, so that's definitely there. Uh, I've also heard uh, this wasn't a misrepresentation. It was also always used as a like um, a compliment, but I never really understood it until I traveled. So everyone would always say that in Lebanon, especially like we we're, we're very hospitable. Like okay. people feel like when we go, you know tourists when they go to Lebanon, they feel like they're welcomed and everything. And I'm like, I, I don't understand why, why you guys keep saying that. To me, that's mm-hmm. normal. And I went to Europe and. I was shocked by how it's, you know, in a, in a way, that's the culture everywhere there. So, for mm-hmm. example, like you walk into to a restaurant, like I walked in and I was like, I was talking to the, like there was a waitress, she's standing mm-hmm. and I'm like, hi, so we're, we're three people. She's like, okay, find a seat. And then she left. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, like, like, to <laughs> us, like to us, this is like the biggest insult. Like if, yeah. if you go to any, like it's not even, you know, a, 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 a stereotype. It's actually like real. Like if uh-huh. you go to any coffee shop or restaurant in Lebanon, everyone's like, welcome, welcome. You know, okay, come here. Yes. This is your place. You know, you can do whatever, you know, like that. <laughs> and this is how we, we talk. This is how it's, it's always been there like that. So up until I had to go somewhere else, that's when I... Yeah, everything clicked. Not everyone is like that. You know, this is like a thing that we do. 
Well, I mean, that, that's a good thing to be known for, at least. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I understood it once, once I traveled. Mm-hmm. And um, other stuff, it's always, you know, how kind of like also when you're so like engulfed in this bubble, like, for mm-hmm. example, in, in your own country or I guess, yes. uh, in your place, in your own state, for example, or something like you always see others who should be similar to you. You see them very mm-hmm. different. So, for example, like I always hear like in the U.S. about like one state making fun of another state, right? Yeah. Like there's people in Florida or something. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Well, right. But to us, like, because we're so far, everyone's an American or everyone is, is, is the same. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's. So to us, it was like Lebanon and Syria because Syria is our neighbor as well. So, mm-hmm. so we'd be like, uh, no, we're so different than them and we, we should not be, you know, similar and all that. But when you travel and you look back at your, you know, of the culture and the traditions, you actually realize that we, we're really so close to each other in terms of the food that we make, in terms of the thinking, the, the, everything is like, wow, we really are, you know, like part of this region. But right. you just go to, into details and you start thinking, no, no, I'm, I'm different than him and we're not the mm. same as that country. So that was also, uh, like once I saw other people, how they viewed the Middle East, but the positive side, Yanni. So yeah, that was, uh, that was mostly it. Mostly it's about the negative stuff is just about the misrepresentation. About yeah, yeah, that, that was one reason why I, I'm so glad to finally get in contact with somebody from the Middle East because yeah. I know that's not the case. And I've heard from other individuals that, well, if you just ask them, they, like you said, they hate them guys, yeah. th- those, those individuals more than we do. Yeah. And that makes yeah. sense because, yeah, like bef- before everything happened or after every, you know, what happened, that whole area kind of got had a target on its back yeah. because of exactly. a small group. Exactly. And it's not their exactly. fault, you know? It's, it's- yeah, and it's the, the, the loud minority, right? That's exactly, exactly, like yes. Maybe 10,000 people in, in 300 million, 400 million right. of the Arab world, that, that they, they's the one who keep talking and shouting and everything. And everyone's like, stop it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's such a, we, we look down on them so much, you mm-hmm. know, it's like we don't really want to be associated with them. Yeah. Not, not 1%, so. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, um, ho- hopefully... Even though, again, I don't have a big audience, but hopefully somebody says, like, oh, you know, they're just yeah. like me and you, you know? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Because it's if, if the you... same, like, you know, when, when, like, when, you, when you turn on, like, the news, for, like, CNN or, mm-hmm. or, or Fox or whatever, and you hear some guy, usually from the South, right? Like, we're going to bomb those Arabs and, you know, like, yeah. we're oh. going to... And that's the image that everyone will have, right? Like, especially Texas, I'm guessing. <laughs> or, like, everyone has a gun, I guess. <laughs> that's what... Yeah, yeah, yeah me but um, it kind of actually being part of this misrepresentation in the media forces you to to do your own research you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah we're also fed the same bullshit Ooh, i don't know if i can say that <laughs> do it it's fine i don't care <laughs> yeah we're also fed this when it comes to other countries western mm-hmm. countries for example right because we see that the hate and you know everyone wants to bomb us and everything like that and you feel like okay so if i'm not like that obviously there's so many people right in America, especially, who are not like that, but they also hate those ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also hate the ones who keep trash talking right. like that. And so yeah. it forces you to have a different dynamic with the news and the media and, and all of that. Yeah, I, I know I've gotten that a lot since I've started doing these. You know, when, when I think about it, I started this just for myself to learn because I like, I love history. I like to learn everything. Yeah. But then with everything going around, they're like, I don't want other countries to think that what they see of America is everything of America. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. if, if, even if I'm just a small little blip on the radar, if enough people can say, okay, well, at least, at least that one's good, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe there's hope, you know, yeah, exactly. a little sliver yeah. of hope. So, so that's all, all, always a great thing to, uh, to come across. So yeah, pers- I, I get that. I get that because I also, I remember when I was a teenager and I think it was around like early 2000. So like okay. 2000, 2001, it was when like the web kind of changed into having, you know, message board and forums. And yeah. stuff. This was before Facebook and before any of that, you know, because 
like before that, it was just like you get online and you see something, but you don't mm -hmm. interact with it. And then by that right. time, it was when you put your own input in it. I think what they called like Web 2.0 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Lebanon at the time. And I kind of also felt like I need to change the world's perspective, even if it was just mm -hmm. me. You know right. what I mean? So I would go on these like graphic design message boards, uh, you know, like uh, movie boards and like everything that is, you know, entertainment and like mainstream and stuff. And I would make it clear to everyone, like, by the way, like I'm from Lebanon, you know, like we, right. we do that. And, and I would get the occasional, uh, so don't you guys live in camels and in tents, for example? <laughs> like, how do you have yeah. internet? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that, right? So it felt like I needed to, like, again, just like you, like even if it's just one person, but mm -hmm. I needed to carry this, to change the stereotype, you know right? What I mean? this, this idea. So uh, yeah. So yeah, I get what you're doing. Yeah, I, I've actually gotten that because you know, for those who don't know, me, me and you, Sergio, we found each other from Reddit. Yep. And I, I was it. What what subreddit was it? Do you recall? Uh, I think uh, podcast guest. It was just that one, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I did another one in New Zealand. I would love to chat with somebody from New Zealand. Okay. And you being a fantasy fan, you got to know oh, that country is oh, amazing, that's, that's right? On my bucket list. That's on e my, I wanna, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I, I put into the New Zealand subreddit basically the same thing, trying to get somebody uh, to come and talk. And no joke, the first response I got. Who are you and what do you stand for? Oh, wow. wow, 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 like, wow. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, 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 you know? And, you know, eventually I made it clear, you know, or they made it clear they were wondering what side of the American political party I was on, oh you know? God. Yeah, okay. because they knew I was from America. Like, you know? Yeah, because obviously well, you have to be on this side or that side. You cannot yeah. have your own opinion. Right, <laughs> and, you know... I'm assuming if I was the party they didn't like, they probably yeah. never would have spoken to me. Exactly. Um, <laughs> sadly, they didn't speak to me, uh, but I think they, they just stopped talking altogether. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah so you, you definitely run into that. You definitely run yeah. into that. Yeah, um, yeah. And it, it is mean, sad. The immediate judgment on who you are as, as a person, your entire yeah. life, everything you work for, everything you believe in, just because you're either with this party or that party or you don't agree with this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's this, um, this world we live in today, the social media world has created like the extremes of both sides. Right. I mean, exactly. Like, you, you, it's like you can't even fit in the middle where you just like, Yeah, exactly. We should all just get along and stuff. Right. Like everyone but now it's like you have to have a side and if you say something like i don't think this person said something which is i agree with then you're mm -hmm. immediately branded as your you know alt yeah. or the alt left you know yes I mean? like, yeah yes. And, 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 and it makes no sense because you, you would think with the access of access of information yeah. that we have yeah. to be able to come together should be super easy nowadays you can well, talk actually, if you no, actually sit down there is an answer for that, actually, because uh, I was watching this documentary on Netflix, uh, I think The Social Dilemma. I, don't know I, if I haven't checked it out yet, but I have heard about it. Yes. It, it's really interesting. Um, I mean, a lot of information. Sometimes you yeah. agree with them, sometimes you don't. But they pointed out something which is really interesting because I was always wondering about this topic. So obviously, they were talking about the algorithm of your social yeah. media and your Facebook, your Instagram and everything, how it's catered to whatever you were looking at mm -hmm. before. It even can predict what you might be looking for later. So yeah. it comes in and all that. That we agree on. So what, what I noticed is that, let's say for example, you're on the, on the left, right? Mm -hmm. So you're, you're on the left, liberal, everything, blah, blah. So it seems that everything you see on your feeds, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, is what the right is doing, yes. which is very bad, yeah. right? Yep. And you don't see anything from the left what they're doing bad. So mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. in that bubble, you're thinking, yeah. okay, so I'm right because everything I'm seeing keeps feeding me this, this oh, yeah. thinking. People who are on the right see the same thing, but the opposite. All they mm -hmm. see is the crazy left people and oh, what yeah. they're doing. And they're like, oh my God, yes, definitely. I need you know, my Trump. I need my right uh, party. I need to, so that I stop all this, Th which, is, which is contradictory to the fact that all information is available to everyone, right? But you're not having access to it because literally right. the algorithm blocks you from that unless you actively go and find yep. it. 
everything that's going to show up on for you is the same just reaffirming your beliefs reaffirming mm -hmm. your thoughts your ideologies everything like that so that's uh, why it's even when when people talk to each other from different sides everyone thinks the other side's mad you know like don't right. you see the facts that i'm presenting and the other like yeah, no, yeah. these are the facts i'm presenting you know it's like it's crazy especially when you are that individual that looks for your own information yeah and come to find they're both screwed up in the same way oh yeah it's nothing but hypocrites <laughs> oh, yeah. it's nothing exactly. but hypocrites like when you yeah, actually look yeah. into it like you're against that but so are these guys or you're yes. for that but so are they you know exactly why are you exactly. arguing like <laughs> shut up <laughs> this is now that's the fun part on the eve of the elections uh, there by the way so right <laughs> <laughs> and and this whole uh, you know like this overly i think a bit dramatic like you know, it's like tomorrow is going to be the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like no matter who wins, that's it. The whole world is going to yeah. change and then nothing ever changes. You know? yeah. like nothing. And your problems changed. are still going to be your problems. Exactly. You're still going to, you know, you, the bill's going to be due. You know, you still got to go to work, take care exactly. of your kids, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah that's exactly. very, very true. Yeah. So digital artwork for you. <laughs> what what type of stuff? What type of imagery? Uh, well, I started as a, before it was more like uh, the photo manipulation kind of thing where okay. I would get like, you know, a stock image from here, a stock image from there, and then combine them and create this. And as a teenager, I was more edgy. So it was all like okay. this dark, macabre art, you know, yeah. like you see someone's face with his eyes, you know, yeah. something removed and all darkness. And I'm like, you know, it's it's the whole, it's not a phase, mom, you know, like the... the yeah. <laughs> like, you just don't understand me, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Leave me alone! <laughs> exactly. Like, I want to be in my room doing my dark art. You know, yes, yes. That, that was funny. <laughs> so, and then it kind of uh, moved from that into actually like, you know, digital painting and learning, mm -hmm. like, for example, working with colors, working with lights and stuff like that. So it's, it's an ongoing process. Like, I feel like I, I never reach my, you know, my limit with it. It yeah. just keeps changing over time. Like now I can't even accept just doing any regular like stock image from here. Here you put it together. Mm -hmm. it feels, no, like I want to draw, you know, like I want to invest in a, in a tablet. I want okay. to get it yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that. So, so that's where it's headed right now. But it's not something that, you know, I, I make money off of or mm -hmm. I sell. It's just like for my own. It's a hobby for me. Well, I mean, again, doing what you love. That's all that yeah. matters. Um, have you tried other forms of art, like actual drawing, painting, sculpting, anything, I have, music? I, I, uh, music, I always feel like there is this side of music that I haven't touched, you know, like mm -hmm. there's a musician somewhere inside of me. Yeah. See behind me, there's this keyboard as well. I can see the keyboard <laughs> and I see like, is that music notes over there on the wall uh, next to you? This? No, on the other side. Ah, uh, this. Now, yeah, just the design, actually. Just like a song. Uh, but Yeah, um, I, I could yeah. tell the music notes, at least. I, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I have never delved into it, you know? Like, I, uh -huh. I play sometimes, like, just, you know, some, some famous song or some music. Yeah. But I feel like that's something that's going to come in its own time. Like I got you. I got you. I'm not exploring it now, but I yeah, do yeah. feel, like, drawn to it. So, yeah. But that, that's cool. I, I, I like that. I would love yeah. at some point, if you could like show me some of your work uh, after this, I would love to sure. see it. Sure, awesome. Sure. Awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. In I, terms I, of I, other hobbies, do you have anything outside of art or board games? Yeah, actually, I, I have my own podcast as well. So, uh, yeah. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, I started it last year, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, it was just like two episodes where then I stopped for six months because mm -hmm. I, I wasn't feeling it. There was something that yeah. was off about it. Oh, yeah. And then once the lockdown happened, I was like, that's a call. That's it. I better do it. You're home. So, yep. Exactly. I'm home. Might as well. So <laughs> I've been doing it for around six months now, mm -hmm. uh, building a very steady audience. But mm -hmm. uh, like mm -hmm. usually my, um, my topics are really... Uh, you know, philosophical, spiritual in nature. Okay. So it's unlike anything else, you know, in my life when it's like neither right. you know, mainstream nor art or anything like that. So it's just like, you know, I've delved into uh, these kind of like um, weird, challenging ideas. So basically mm -hmm. the purpose of, of, the, of my podcast is to just raise questions among mm -hmm. people, to plant the seed. So even if I don't believe in something or like, I would be like, you know that there are some people who think there might be something happening right. there. So, you know, 
They say this, it means that. What do you think? You can do your own research like that. So okay. I, don't, I don't jump into too much details or something like, or force anything like that, but it's more like different ideas, different thoughts, whether they're like, for example, like, do you know there's a theory that there's a, um, that we are running in parallel universes on a quantum yeah. level, for example. Mm-hmm. So, so and, and I try to make it as easy and as simple as yeah. possible because that's the audience I'm going after. So it's not people who already know and, you know, know more right. than me. It's just like, so there's this theory and there's something called like quantum entanglement. And I don't mm-hmm. know what really mm-hmm. that is, but it does this, this, And then I would like another episode, it would be, you know, that there's a theory that, you know, ancient civilizations might have had, you know, contact with aliens, for example. Mm-hmm. So some mm-hmm. people say like this and some people like that. And then I just leave it out there like that. Yeah. So that's the purpose of it. I want to know about that too. I want to know about that too. I would love to listen to some. I actually just uh, released around eight o'clock my time, a new episode, a new conspiracy theory episode oh, yeah. that's online I right now. <laughs> um, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed yeah. the guy. And I, I don't, cause you said you listed some of mine. What, what was some of the ones you listened to? Uh, I don't remember. It was, it was actually mostly about the countries. So like different cultures mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I don't remember which one. Let well, I'm asking because I, there, I also have one of, philosophy and and other things like that on there oh then no definitely i haven't seen that one i've only yeah. i've only looked at the one with the different cultures and stuff so i think yeah that's definitely my yeah. main thing that yeah. i do um but just just like you say you know you you have your art you have your coffee shop but you also like to dabble in other things yeah. so you know i'll do a special episode about some other things that i'm interested in not just oh, nice. country related um, yeah so yeah, I, I would love to listen to your, your podcast as well. Sure. Um, I, I want I had a question I put out to some of the people who I know watch what I do if they had any questions about Bahrain, and one of them came back to for me to ask about the F one, you know, the racing yeah stuff that has they 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 wanted like, have you ever been to a race for one? Oh yeah yeah like seven eight times really. Mm, yeah, every year, every year, if we like, I mean, especially at the start now, it's kind of kind of boring, <laughs> but when I first right. came here for the first six, seven years, I would go every time there's a race, I would go. Yeah, because if I remember correct, I'm about to pull it up real quick, just just mm-hmm. to make sure I have his his question yeah. correct. He asks, is Formula One famous in Bahrain as it's made out to be? So I guess... Uh, from the outside, it's really, really big, and he's yeah. wondering if it really is that big. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's huge. It's it's yeah. huge. It's it's like almost like a national day. You know what I mean? When really? Happens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone would be talking about it. All companies are promoting it, whether they are sponsors there or not. Uh, mm-hmm. Like for example, because in my job as a graphic designer, we handle social media accounts for some okay. clients. Everyone wants to talk about it. You know, it's like a huge thing in the country, uh, and. Have you been to any race or anything like that? Especially Formula One? Because I don't know. Oh, dev- no. Formula One is not that big in here in the States. It okay. is here, but it's yeah. like ours is NASCAR, and that's just so stupid. Uh, yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> turn left, turn left. Then. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, here, like, for example, so you have the race happening, mm-hmm. but also in the area outside of the race, there's like a whole party going on. You know what I mean? Really? Like, a huge thing. Yeah. So, most of the, the coffee shops, they go and build stalls there for three days mm-hmm. because you have the days of the qualification and the yeah, yeah, yeah. qualifying sessions and all that, and then the race. So for three days, you, ha- like you, you enter, and then it, like even b- barely people go and watch the race. You know, It's mostly yeah. about the whole ambience and the Outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have like these games happening here. You have food, and you have this um, uh, you know, place to, to smoke uh, shisha, right? The, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, and everything else. So it's like a huge party for like mm-hmm. two to three days. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's really, really big. Well, that, that, that's good. And mm. before I forget as well, uh, that question came from Ashwin from the Just Button podcast over in Karnataka up in India from you. So that came from him. Shout out to uh, Ashwin for that one. Yeah. Um, Another one that I looked into that I am familiar with is you guys were the first country outside of the States here to host the World Championship of Mixed Martial Arts. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Brave, I think, right? Like, uh, if I'm not mistaken in the name. Say that again. 
Brave, uh, the name of the competition. It might have it been. I don't remember exactly yeah. either. That's the um, one I, I remember seeing. It was like huge, very, very big deal. Yes. And yeah. see, I, I'm a big fan of MMA over here. Oh, yeah. I love nice. it. W was that something you, you were able to be a part of? Uh, well, I mean, I couldn't go to because mm -hmm. uh, they did several times. Uh, it, it, it's like a tournament and it's like yes. a huge deal and everything. I do remember it happened around the time I, I was having my coffee shop uh, launching. Okay. So I okay. was kind of like stuck there. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely something that I wanted. And even we had like these, you know, billboards about it. And like, yeah. it, it was, a, it was a, a big deal. So, yeah, it's one of the things I missed, but I regret missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. hopefully when everything goes back to normal, it'll come back and you, you can be a oh, part yeah. of it. Because yeah. I'm sure that, that's, that's got to be a fun site to be. To oh, yeah, definitely. As definitely. well. Even my friends, like, were talking about it the next day and then they went and so Right. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. you. <laughs> so before we go, do you have any questions for me, Sergio? Well, mm, well, I mean, you kind of answered it because I was going to ask you why you're doing what you do, like in okay. terms of the podcast. But I, I want to know exactly, so whether you do it for just to bring kind of this information to your audience or mm -hmm. it's more of a personal journey that you're on in terms of different cultures and stuff like that. So what, what is the, the why behind I, it? I would say I started it for myself, for sure. Um, it has grown, even though it hasn't grown a lot, it's grown to more of just connecting those bridges, yeah. you know, highlighting the, the misunderstandings between various peoples and showing that no matter where you are, we're still all alike, you know? Yeah. You know, we have our differences there. There's no reason we can't get along. I've spoken with Muslims you know, Hindu people, Arabic people, a whole bunch of different religions. Yeah. And we, we get as, as just be freaking nice to people. <laughs> yeah. And you can get along. You know, that there's no reason for all the, you know, angst and like, you know, my people's better than your people. And that's, that's stupid. That's dumb. Yeah. I've never been a yeah. fan of it. So, Still, it is mainly just for me because I like to learn. I like to know things. But it definitely, like, like when I get a review of, I never knew that about that country or I, I thought so, that yeah, of this country, yeah. right? That's what you want, yeah. That's, that's oh, man, that's yeah. <laughs> beautiful yeah. right there. That's icing yeah. on the cake, man. So anytime, like, like you said, when you started yours, you ha had like an episode or two and then you shut it down. For a while right yeah like i have thought that a few times early on yeah. i'm like you know why am i doing this you know yeah. and yeah. then you have an individual like yourself or anyone else who shows me something aside that i wasn't coming yeah you know, gonna expect yeah you know like, like when you talk talking about your fantasy your love of fantasy stuff you know dungeons your dragons your artwork and everything i was like okay yeah. This guy's cool. I can talk with this. I'm, I'm down for this. When you get like that, it's like that again. That's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, like, like we could be so different from each other when it comes to our background and what mm -hmm. we know and what we've learned. And yet we like the same stuff, for example. Right. right? We're all rotating around the same fun. And it's, it's always like the, the fun stuff that everyone just kind of gathers around with. You know, like, oh, yeah, I like this too. Let's talk about it, you know, and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's, it's, um, this is why I, I, um, I approached you. I, I really like the idea that you want to get to know people mm -hmm. from different, and it's not like, you know, what's your background in terms of what you studied? Because there's a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, podcasts out there that talk for businesses, for example, right. or entrepreneurship or like mm -hmm. tips, everything, which is good on their own, Yanni. Yeah. But, uh, but I also feel like, we have such easy technology within our reach, you know, and just to kind of bring everyone together and close this, you know, gap that everyone has. And uh, exactly, I mean, this is like the most connected we have ever been in, in history of right? mankind. So I mean, you're pretty well much just... on the other side of the world exactly. from me. <laughs> exactly. And here we are yeah. pretty much yeah. face to face. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we should benefit from it when it comes exactly. to bringing everyone together instead of this separation that, that we keep uh, 
Yeah, exactly. I, I agree one hundred percent. I like it. It's a it's a good cause. Good good podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it, sir. Um, I I know you 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 have to go in 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 some time, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Well, so you have the last word since you have a podcast and anything else that you have coming up. You know your your time. Tell everybody where to find you. Listen to your podcast. Anything else? The floor is yours, Sergio. Oh, thank you so much. So uh, basically, my podcast is called uh, Paradigm Shift Podcast. Okay. So Paradigm Shift, and uh, you can find me everywhere. I'm on Apple, uh, Spotify, mm -hmm. uh, iHeartRadio, and like everywhere. Google Podcast. I, I've, I'm listed in all of them. I also have a an Instagram page, which is mm -hmm. the same Paradigm shift.podcast mm -hmm. uh, there I treat it more as snippets so I put my yeah. podcast but I also share some you know design stuff that I do but some ideas that I talked about in my podcast or I will later talk about so it's kind of like a page plus promotion for my podcast so I treat mm -hmm. it as both and uh, yeah that's about it uh, I really enjoyed uh, being here thank you for having me as a guest oh no problem yeah. I'll, I would love to have you on again sometime Sure. You know, talk maybe, talk some more. Uh, maybe but we can everybody, talk conspiracy theories, for example, if you want. So, <laughs> since say, we, say that again. I mean, I said we can talk conspiracy theories if you want. Like in the okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's done. Definitely done. <laughs> right. Sure. Um, everybody, paradigm shift. Find it everywhere you listen to your podcast. Check out Sergio. Very smart. Very artistic guy. <laughs> Fun to talk to. I mean, if if you made it this far, you've heard him. He's an interesting character. Thank you. So yeah, so Sergio, once again, thank you very much. And you have yourself a good rest of your day. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You too. You too. No problem. See you, everybody. <laughs>